Hey everybody, how are you? It's Chef Del Casale Canine Training with another episode of WWJD Goes Deep. The What Would Jeff Do show gets a little bit deeper. And the reason why I'm doing this is because I do this podcast with Joel. We do it three times a week. We do it every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's a one-hour podcast. It's live on YouTube. And we'll get a couple hundred questions. And most of the answers technically need hours of answer just because they're a little bit involved. One of the common questions that we get that I really want to talk to everybody today about is about thresholds. Because so many people have been told um, by so many trainers, by vets, by behaviorists, by all the books, by social media, is to keep your dog under thresholds. Now, there absolutely is a point during training, especially with our highly reactive dogs, our highly aggressive dogs, which are the dogs that we work with, to keep the dog under threshold for a small, small part of time while we're teaching it the fundamentals while we're teaching the fundamentals. We actually want the dog actually to be to learn the basic obedience commands without distractions, and then you start adding environmentals in. But one of the things we'll do, and we work with a lot of fearful, nervous, aggressive dogs. So with a lot of your fearful, nervous dogs, you know, the conversation is keep them under threshold. With a lot of your leash reactive dogs um, or aggressive dogs, the conversation is keep them under threshold. Un Unfortunately, that might be good right here inside of a training center, inside of your training center, inside of your house. But then, when you go outside, guess who shows up? Mother Nature. And you know what? Mother Nature don't care about a threshold. Mother Nature doesn't care about a lot of things. Mother Nature is going to put massive amounts of pressure on your dog. Literally just by going outside, Mother Nature is gonna say, guess what? There goes a bag floating across. There goes a car backfiring. There goes a truck going down the street. There goes a thunderstorm. There goes massive amounts of people. There goes honking horns. There goes a construction site. So what you wanna do is actually, if you want to be able to take your dog to many places, travel with your dog, go to coffee shops, go to outdoor restaurants, you know, walk by lots of dogs, walk by lots of people, have strangers rush their do your dog even though you've been trained to tell them not to, have dogs come up to you even though you've been trained how to deal with that. So your dog actually has to learn how to deal with pressure. All of this is about pressure. So pressure of a human approaching, of a dog approaching, of you know uh, uh, different environmentals. We have dogs that literally can walk by the same store every day and all of a sudden the store goes, I think we're gonna put a little A-frame outside the store or we're gonna install some little planter boxes and that literally throws your dog off. The dog literally explodes at that. Or, you know, the dog, you walk down a street in your neighborhood where there's not a lot of dogs or people, but then you go on vacation and there's lots of dogs and people. And here your dog was doing great, but it's never been trained in an environment with higher levels or medium levels of environmentals. And what's an environmental? Just imagine environmental being everything but a calm place. So you actually want to work a dog over threshold. And, and you want to work yourself over threshold because 
we, if we only learn in a under threshold situation, what's going to happen when we as human beings are thrown lots of thresholds? Like, let's use COVID as an example. Who knew this was going to happen? What I want folks to understand is absolutely teach the dog the basic obedience, proof the basic obedience, slowly in a controlled environment, absolutely start introducing pressure or environmentals. Teach your dog how to respond to those things. And a lot of people are saying use lots of food around environmentals. But the unfortunate thing about that is when your dog is nervous and fearful or being reactive, food is not going to work. So you have to teach your dog what to do. Historically, what you're doing is you're using a little bit more compulsion. Compulsion is leash pressure. And I can't tell you not to be afraid. I can't tell you not to be scared. I theoretically can't tell you to be maybe aggressive, even though I sort of can. But what I can tell you to do is don't break command. I know you're nervous. I know you're afraid, I know you want to lunge, I know you want to bark, but these are the rules. Hold the heel, hold the down stay, hold the sit stay, and advocate for the dog. So now what's going to happen is the dog's going to go, huh, interesting. So nothing bad happened to me. Things were cool, not so bad. Then the dog gets over the environmentals. We see this over and over and over again. We work with dogs that when we take them on a walk, which sometimes some of these dogs don't go out on a walk until week two. You'd think we would take a dog out on a walk right when we get it. We, we do exercise the dog, we do keep the dog active. They do go outside. Um, they do get you know exercise. They do get massive amounts of training. But some of these dogs, they're not prepared. They don't have the skill set yet to deal with you know even the. Uh, we've got many streets around the training center that are pretty quiet. Even that's overwhelming. Why? A car might go by. A truck might go by. A plastic bag might float by. The dogs hit the ground. Could you imagine that? You're walking your dog, a plastic bag floats by or, or goes by in the street, the dog looks at it, gets so freaked out, and drops to the ground. These are dogs we work with, and we work them through it. So how do we work them through it? Can use food, can use happy voices, that usually freaks them out. What do we do? Hold on, and let's go. So we'll talk about, yes, train the basics under threshold, start adding environmentals in, and then, believe it or not, push that dog past environmentals. Work your dog through it, work your dog at a higher level, train your dog how to deal with mother nature. Mother nature is a bitch, and she doesn't give a fuck about your dog. All right, that's just the way it is. So you gotta teach your dog how to deal with it. Have to teach your dog how to deal with it. So that's the that is the the, the deeper the what would Jeff do goes deep. That's the deeper answer on how to deal with that. And you know this is going to come off as cold and uncaring, which a lot of the stuff I say supposedly does. 
use your head, not your heart, when you are going past these thresholds. And that doesn't mean you don't care about your dog. That doesn't mean you don't love your dog. That doesn't mean you're not advocating for your dog. But I care about you so much, dog, that I'm going to push you through this. I'm going to prove to you that you can do this. And how am I going to do it? I'm going to show you how to do it. I'm not going to balk. I'm not going to freak out. I am going to be your leader. I will lead. You will follow. You will go, huh, eh, that wasn't so bad. Because without a human involved, if the dog doesn't figure it out in nature, that dog's not going to do really, really well. Let me give you one example. When I used to go backpacking, this goes back when Max and Uma were still alive. Uma was a rock star, confident on an 11 out of a 10, okay? Appalachian Trail, going across a river stream, there was a big log. You know, not a log bridge, but a big log that was dropped over it. Probably about, mm, not quite a meter wide, but pretty, maybe a little bit close. A um, little bit of moss on it, you know, remember, makes it slippery. So I walked across it, Uma walked across it. Max was on the other side of it, going back and forth, back and forth. One step on the log, went back, go down the riverbank, which is like raging water. It's like, nope. In fact, I told him not to do it. So all of a sudden, and if I put him on a leash and he freaked out in the middle of the walk, we'd both go in the water. If I carried him, I'd end up in the water. There's only one option right there. Well, there's two. We can not go over it or we can go over it. So Uma and I decided to keep walking a little bit. I mean, I'm not stupid. I'm not going to like not know where my dog is. Two minutes into it, maybe 50 yards out from the, from the bridge, guess who comes running up behind me? Max. I didn't do anything at all. But me being out of sight of, of Max, Max said, I have one option, I need to get across this log. So upon himself, he, Mother Nature put him above threshold and he went over the log. Now, lots of these bridges or lots of these river crossings, next one we came up to, guess what happened? Max, on his own, cut in front of me and went right over it. No prompting, nothing. What do you know? Mother Nature told him to get over it. Mother Nature pushed him above threshold and Mother Nature fixed the problem. Why can't we be more like Mother Nature? Jeff Gelman, Salad Canine Training, WWJD goes deep pushing dogs past threshold. I'm madly in love with you. I'm so excited to be able to do these to do these new videos and I cannot wait till the next one. Take care.